Hello folks, this is the Nerd One Podcast. I am Vincent, and today let's talk about Star Wars Celebration. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. So, as many or all of us already know, uh, Star Wars Celebration was canceled this year. Um, it's supposed to be held in Anaheim, I believe. But it's just another downer to 2020. But just because it's gone doesn't mean we can't kind of review a few things about it. So it's kind of a little history on it. So Star Wars Celebration uh, started back in 1999 when Lucasfilm held a Star Wars Celebration in Denver to celebrate the upcoming release of Episode One, The Phantom Menace. And from there, um, subsequent events have taken place uh, to welcome you know, the upcoming movies, including anniversaries, like 30th and 40th anniversaries of the original films. But since it began in 1999, um, it has ventured to different cities. It's been spread out over every two or three years. And it's about bringing the franchise to the fans, to the experience to the fans. And it has gone international too. So it has been in London, England, has been in Japan, and has been in Germany. Uh, but most of them do end up being here in the US of A. Um, mostly, I think it's over in Anaheim, and I believe Orlando. Now, Star Wars Celebration itself is usually a four day event that has basically everything that is Star Wars. I mean, obviously it does. But, I mean, it'll have, like, you know, panels of the actors, producers, and creators of an upcoming movie, cartoon series, uh, video game. Um, and even, you know, one time I got to go, we got to see a Star Wars-themed fruit-cutting competition. Oh, yeah. You ever seen a watermelon turn into R2-D2? I have. Now, in the last one that they had, they did have a preview for, um, I believe it was Star Wars Rebels? Not Rebels. Um, actually, yeah, I think it was Rebels. Now, if you go there, it's almost a must to wear something Star Wars-based. It could be as simple as a t-shirt, um, maybe a hat, or if you want to really get into it, you can go a full-blown-out cosplay costume. Now, the time I went, I got to see, you know, just miles, well, it felt like miles, it was probably just dozens, of Jedi and Sith. I got to see Rebel pilots, Imperial pilots, um, a real good-sized group of Mandalorians, um, from large to small, men to women, uh, even a few Mandalorian children. Oh yeah, they were there too. And even they had uh, droids roaming around. And if you're lucky enough, you, you would actually get the spot, R2-D2. I think R5 was there too, I believe. But the best part of Star Wars Celebration is that it does bring the experience. It brings the emotion 
um, it brings everything that is Star Wars to you, the fan. I mean, just walking in, walking to the convention center, you feel that you've entered, you know, a Star Wars realm. Because these are all, you know, the people who are all there are the people who enjoy Star Wars. The people there are, you know, geeks, nerds, fans, fanatics, diehard fans, casual fans, you know, all of them are there. The one, you know, there's those people who who have the official replica lightsaber of a known Jedi. And there'll be that guy there who's going to critique it saying, no, his ignition button was actually blue, not red. Yes, I did see that one of those arguments there. But the worst part about it, worst part about it is the price. But the price is somewhat understandable because there's a lot that goes into this. There's the convention center that they have to rent out for the, the week or so because they got set up and take down. Um, the staffing that goes into it, uh, even flying out and maybe paying you know, all the people who work on Star Wars for Lucasfilm, what they do, you know, they got to bring them out, you know, pay food and lodging. So, I mean, if you really think hard about it, the price isn't that bad, especially if you can get some sort of like, you know, special on all four days, it brings down the cost. And especially if you can go, if you can go all four days, because it is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. Um, my recommendation Try to make it on the Friday event if you can. Thursday is usually preview night. Friday is when some big stuff happens. Saturday, big stuff too. And Sunday is just more of a wrap-up day. But definitely, if you had the chance, go do it at least once. Um, takes to run, I think about hundred bucks or so per day, unless you do like the four-day pass or something goes with it. You get like a kind of a gift or something like that incentive to do all four days but it's amazing and one little tidbit for you if you do go if you do go uh, get there super early because even though you have a ticket that guarantees you to get in it doesn't guarantee when you'll get in when i went we got there 6 a.m in the morning the thing didn't even start till 9 or 10 but we got there three or four hours early we didn't get in until about 10.30 or so. So, if you're an early bird, this could be for you. But folks, I got one more thing for you. Um, we have started to expand our podcast network. So now we are doing a podcast called I Have a Story for You. Or anchor.fm forward slash have a story. Um, it's just a reading of original uh, stories, um, original books. Um, so if you want to, you know, sit down, have a listen, go for it over there. Anchor.fm forward slash have a story. Uh, they'll be coming out uh, weekly Thursdays uh, morning, of course. So check it out. You know, give a listen, give a give a like, response, share it with your friends. I really appreciate it. So once again, my name is Vincent. This is the Nerd One Podcast. Go find us on social media. We're still doing Instagram is Nerd One Podcast, Twitter still Nerd One Five, uh, Facebook 
facebook.com forward slash nerd one podcast and finally email nerd one podcast at gmail.com but until next time folks stay safe out there wash your hands stay clean take care of yourself and we'll talk to you soon have a good day